Hi, everyone. Welcome to our independently published podcast presented by CapeCodWriters.net. How many of you belong to the master class? That's the one on, on, the, on the web. I was gifted a year subscription from one of my writers, which is such a treasure. Inspired? Oh, you have no idea. So today, to get back to the mundane, today let's discuss your first line of your novel, or any story, that is. My Something series has five books finished and published, and I'm currently writing number six, Something Weird, Those Wayward Witches. If you have never read any of my series, it is pure fantasy. The entire setting is in heaven, and the characters are both angels and witches. This plot, number six, centers around A.M. Those are initials for Archangel Michael and his desire to marry his secretary, administrative assistant. Only he is overwhelmed by his duties and feels he cannot marry her because he also does not want to spoil her reputation. Hmm. Yes, they even have those in heaven. They are angels after all. And he is also unsure of her feelings towards him. So <clears throat> as a narrator, we know that she secretly loves him and has for some time, but she refuses to reveal this because another secretary she knew fell in love with her boss and was fired and couldn't find another job. That, by the way, is a shared fact between the reader and the narrator and no one else, so her secret is safe. There is another lovesick swain in the story, uh, Count Alucard, which is Dracula spelled backwards. Book number three, Something Bloody. His story is very involved, so I recommend you read the book. I had to read it again to be certain of my characters. Another <laughs> research, I guess you'd call it, even though I've written them, I still have to go back and check. And warning, and this is on all of those, those uh, something bloody. If you cannot stand the sight of blood, I advise you to not read this story. Now, several of my books have familiar people in them, dead, of course, or almost dead, as in the case of Alucard. Cupid is the main character in Something Lovely. He was an archer and did shoot arrows into people with love potion number nine on them. Metaphorically speaking, you understand. Lucifer, or Lou, L-O-U, C, as in character, dot, fur, F-U-R-R, with two R's, Esquire, is a main character in Something Merry. Another familiar character in number six, the one I'm attempting to write, is Chris Kringle, or commonly known as Santa Claus. Now, to the purpose of this podcast, the first line in the first chapter, that's what we're talking about. 
This is the line that greets you, the reader, as you read the first lines of the first chapter. This is one of your hooks, which I will explain later. Now, I would like you to do this. <laughs> Be with me for a minute. Close your eyes and imagine with me, if you will, you are out somewhere in a group of writers and your friend is introducing you to another person. Crikey, you think, not another book critic. I want slash need to make a good impression. You only have one opportunity to make that first impression. How should you do it? If you shake hands, you want to have a firm but unsweaty grip. You want to be confident but not overpowering or needy, which is a limp handshake, and if you're overpowering, you're gonna crank his hand. So you want to smile and have the promise of an intelligent person. So they will want to get to know you. No droopy eyelids, no how do you do disdain. Your first line to any story should be like that first introduction. After all, you are meeting your reader for the first time. Think how powerful that first line really is. Believe me when I say, I went back, <laughs> I went back and read what I had written, crikey, and made a dramatic change. As writers, we can do this repeatedly. My first line for this new book is, quote, tea please, unquote, groaned Wendy breathlessly. Tea, not a martini or coffee or water. Why is she groaning and why does she ask for tea? Who is Wendy and why is she breathless? As the title is something weird, that might give you a clue. The sub subtitle is Those Wayward Witches. The spelling is actually from the Old English. The witches in all my series are the very same witches you read about when you read Macbeth, originally created by that well-known bard, William Shakespeare. Do you remember reading it in school? I do. I have named the three witches, Wendy, Willa, and Waldo. Now, Waldo, her father, wanted a boy. They originally lived in 1609 and were burned at the stake, I think, around 1623. Thus, their appearance in heaven. But they were not allowed entry because they had no place to live when they died, when they got to heaven. Glynis Whitmore, you like that, Glynis Whitmore? Good Witch of the South. Granny Goodwitch's sister, Granny Goodwitch is in one of my characters in the book, bequeathed the fossilized forest to heaven. And when that was done, the witches finally had a place to say. You can read all about that in Something Witchy, book one, and the pilot. By the way, the pilot is always free. Honestly, do I need to explain the whole series to you? Tiresome. You are very tiresome listeners if I have to do that. So con <laughs> to continue, where was I? Oh, God. I was supposed to put 
in an appearance at the airport this morning, but chose to be here writing this podcast. I do hope Ed will understand. Okay, back to your first line in your book. This is your first impression to your reader. Make it strong enough or suggestive enough or subtle enough to entice the reader to want more. If you craft it that way, the reader will read on and on. (laughs) We can only hope. Remember I mentioned hooks? If you have crafted your book well and remembered something of what I have been preaching for years, your hook is already built into your book. Here is your hook. Number one, your title. Make it a grabber. Number two, your cover. Have it done professionally, please. Number three, your blurb. Check it with Grammarly or ProWriting Aid first. In other words, go through it and make sure it reads well. Number four, your first line into your first chapter. And if you did not get it during this podcast, what more can I say? And number five, your bio. Readers want to know who wrote this mess. And I don't mean that derogatorily either. With that parting shot, I conclude this podcast. The entire Something series is available on Amazon.com and a few other book places. Um, I will post this text as a PDF on our website under workshops. Someone is bound to read it. Thanks for listening. And remember, this podcast is hosted by Anchor.fm and can be heard on the following sites. Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and on our website, www.capecodwriters.net. Stay tuned. Hi there. We're taking a little break here so I can tell you about Anchor.fm. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor.fm was suggested to me by one of the staff at the Cape Media Center a few years ago, and I've been using it ever since. I recommend it to my writers who would rather write than struggle with some complicated podcasting programs. To make a podcast on Anchor FM, set up your account, easy, record your episode, publish it, and you are out there on Anchor and Spotify, which is pretty amazing. They also give you an RSS feed in case you want to spread it around to other podcasting sites. What I like about it is you can do everything from one screen, no pre-recording on another device waiting for it to download. You know the you know the drill. On Anchor FM you can create, store, publish and have awesome feedback to know how many hits you you have per episode. If you want to do a podcast, what are you waiting for? Now, back to my podcast. Did I mention it's created on Anchor FM, the easiest way to make a podcast. Stay tuned.